0: Welcome to the East Main Media Podcast, a series of conversations featuring leaders in a variety of subjects, including business, politics, media, and the arts. For more information, visit eastmainmedia.com forward slash podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting. Bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. Now here's your host, Brian Brodor.
1: This is Brian Brodor, and I'm here today with Michelle Vernuccio, the president of the North Jersey Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for joining me.
2: Brian, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: A lot of big things going on at the North Jersey Chamber. One of the most exciting things is that You are now the new president of the chamber, taking over from Brian Tangora. Correct. And uh, that's exciting for the chamber and for you. Tell me uh, how you feel about that.
2: I'm very excited. You know, what's funny is that when I became a member of the chamber four years ago, I was doing marketing for a dental practice. And um, my product, so to speak, was to brand the dental practice and, you know, get new members. So I had heard about the chamber and I said, you know what, let me let me test it out. Let's see what it's all about. And so I remember going to a Leeson lunch and I said, man, that guy up there, he's got a pretty cool job. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. I was like, I would love to just one day, you know, be able to connect people and network and really just give that opportunity for, you know, small businesses against small businesses to meet and see how they can work together. Cause I was doing it. I was like, geez, I would love to help, you know, everyone, all businesses. But, it you know, it was just a thought in my mind. And so being part of the chamber, I was like, wow, this is such a great opportunity to meet people. And it was definitely a chamber where it wasn't stuffy, it wasn't clicky, everyone was very welcoming. And uh, being that I always have an open mind and marketing is always like, you know, in my brain all the time. Um, I always would meet people and I said, great, well, now how can I take these leads and turn them into what I'm looking for? So again, you know, going back to my product, so to speak, was new patients and branding the dental practice and assuring it's the best dental practice to go to. And really, the main thing was not to sell. The main thing was to educate. And so the chamber allowed me to do that in the fixed environment that it had. So, um Here I am four years later and I'm sitting in Brian's position and Brian, it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Like I mentioned, I don't even feel like I'm at work um, because I'm having so much fun with it. And for anyone that knows me, I can give someone a hundred marketing ideas. You know, anyone that comes to me for help or anything like that, again, I can give them a hundred marketing ideas. So being able to do that, I guess you can say full time, that for me gives me a purpose that for me is what makes me happy and knowing that i'm able to connect small businesses with other small businesses in terms of marketing and you know helping them grow and make money
1: now if i'm correct uh you went to msu for marketing is that right
2: yeah i went to montclair for marketing
1: nice and so it sounds like you're somewhat in a sweet spot having recognized that with brian tangora up in front of the crowd and certainly very friendly guy full of energy um very much a leader in in a lot Absolutely. of ways that way in my review recently you, know, you sort of run with that ball now I mean, social media is very active um, tell me a little bit more how you see you know you, your marketing background and your education background fits into where you're taking the chamber
2: so as I mentioned I've always had a love and passion for marketing and why do you
1: think that is where does that come from
2: I think it comes from my personality and mm-hmm. my purpose of, who I am and what I need to give back to the universe. I believe like in good intention. I believe in, you know, doing good for people. And I've always been, I guess you can say a risk taker to mm. some extent. My parents migrated here from Sicily like 40 years ago, wow. first generation college. You know, nowadays I hear, I hear my friends, younger brothers and sisters. Oh, ma, can you can you pay for this uh, college application or I need to fill, you know, fill this out. And I was like, geez, back in the day, I had to do that all by myself, you know? I started working at my uncle's pizzeria at 10, wow. making chicken marsala and chicken cutlets and meatballs. And so, do you
1: feel that, you must feel that connection to, you know, your uncle's small business. I mean, that must be very vivid to you. Th- that Am I right? Did that play into... Your path to marketing, eventually to the chamber, that must resonate for you.
2: Oh, absolutely! Because at such a young age, I was learning and actually witnessing the operations end of a business. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, as small as a pizzeria, or you know, <laughs> making antipasto yeah. salads or whatnot. I was able to always see that, and especially from my uncle, because again, he was Sicilian native who came here with nothing, and now created this business.
1: The American dream.
2: The American dream of the white picket fence. So I guess growing up and having no choice that I had to do everything on my own. So I, you know, every day I thank God and I thank my parents for, you know, leading this life, you know, that that they gave me you know, and being independent. So again, like going back, something simple as filling out a college application, you know, um, while parents were doing it for their children, I always had to do things on my own. And I started, you know, making money off the books at 10, you know, so it was always, if I wanted something, I had to work for it. I remember being young and it was August and school was about to start and, you know, want to get new school, uh, new school clothes and sneakers and supplies and everything. And my mom's like, oh, geez, you know, you know, there's a box of pennies there. (laughs) Let's see how much it is. So I took her serious and literally started rolling up pennies. And I had about 200 bucks. And she was like, oh, geez, you really did that? I was only kidding around. But Again, coming from that mindset, knowing that I had to work for what I wanted and if I wanted something I needed to work for it, um, went to the bank and those pennies turned into cash and I was able to buy some school supplies. So I feel like I was put in certain situations in life growing up to you know, that led me to who I am today. And again, I just... I love helping people, especially when it comes to marketing. A friend of mine had said, Michelle, you're crazy. You could be making money doing this. And I always say, you know what, it's not about the money. It's not. For me, knowing that I can share my experience with others um, and helping them market their business, to me, that's what, you know, that, that's, that's my win for the day.
1: That's excellent, and that, of course, is helpful. Something I wanted to touch on, you mentioned about people you know about relationships and kind of i think the word you used was connecting right do you Correct. see yourself as a connector i mean do absolutely. you feel that
2: you know absolutely I, I do i absolutely feel myself as a connector i've you know i've had people come up to me and say oh geez you walk into the room and people just feel your energy a friend of mine had a grand opening last wednesday in franklin lakes um he opened up a dj and entertainment company and I didn't know these people. I mean, I just walked in and, you know, as a courtesy and just my roots of how my family brought me up. I bought two beautiful bottles of champagne, congratulated the owner and whatnot. And someone came up to, she's like, oh my gosh. She just walked into the room. And we're like, oh my gosh, who is that? You know, so people feel the energy and I get it all the time.
1: Do you see yourself as a leader?
2: Absolutely. I've always seen myself as a leader. Um, in high school I was part of the um, peer-to-peer drug prevention leadership program Um, in high school I was actually um, promoted to that as a sophomore as opposed to juniors that it was only a junior program at Montclair although I was a commuter I felt that I lived on campus I um I led the Lampa Pieta, which is the National Honor Society for the Communication Studies Department. I've always been involved, you know, even I do a lot of volunteer work. I believe that it's important to give back your time, talent and treasure. Um, in my church, for example, I'm a lector, I read. Um, I also ran a youth group for about four years for teenagers. Um, I've also done work where uh, I was part of a religious St. Anthony Young Adult Society where we would put together fundraisers and I was always a lead in that. So it's it's like in my it's in my bones, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why taking on this role as president, it was more of a challenge to me personally because I said, oh, geez, now I really have to be the best that I can be. And this position allows me to do that on the direction of small businesses.
1: We'll be right back to the conversation after this brief message from our sponsor.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting. Bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. Let's talk
1: about the chamber a little bit. Tell the podcast audience a little bit about the North Jersey Chamber. Give me the two minute download.
2: Yeah, sure. So, the North Jersey Chamber of Commerce um, is a chamber of small businesses, primarily throughout Passaic counties, also throughout Bergen, Essex, Middlesex, Morris, Hudson counties. It really depends on the target audience of the small businesses. Um, but we are serving the North Jersey area. And currently we have about, well, I would say a little bit over 525 members of the chamber and that we're looking to reach to 750 by the end of 2018. Mm. And um, that's
1: aggressive growth. That's oh, yes. 50% I have percent growth. I,
2: I have a whole chart with a goal and a monthly goal, a weekly goal, down to wow. a daily goal. That's great. Um I'm a visual so yeah. I like to object have a oriented. Buis- Absolutely. And so we host about 70 networking opportunities a year for a small business to attend.
1: And that's a lot. That's a very high end amount of events for regional local chambers.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say the three strong words or the three strong characters of the chamber is to assist the small businesses to consistently grow, connect, and save. Grow in the sense of being the best who they can be in their own industry by offering numerous uh, workshops on marketing or HR or particular topics of interest to the members. Um, Connect as we all know, which is my favorite word, uh, to connect with each other, to connect as members, to connect as people. We have a lot of members who have now become family. You know, it's it, it's amazing. And so that's the feel of the chamber where we do have members that do see themselves as as family. Building that integrity, building that trust, building that relationship. So there is that domino effect of business and, of course, you know, closed deals and, of course, saving. You know, right now a membership for under 24 new employees is $150 a year. I mean, that's that's as, you know, looking at it, it's about twelve twelve dollars a month. Yeah. And so we we put together this three-tier membership where it allows the members to save money where they can throw back into their businesses. So
1: not devil's advocate, but I have heard in the world people say to me, and I'm a big believer in chambers, you know, uh, I hear people say to me, well, why do we need chambers of commerce? You know, why do we need these local chambers if we've got the Facebooks and the meetups of the world? Make the argument to me as if I'm a doubter. You know, well, we don't need this Mm -hmm. local chamber. Tell me why.
2: So as we see marketing moving on to a different direction, right, we see social media being, you know, such a huge avenue of marketing um, for businesses, we still need to go back to that traditional, which brings it back to marketing, which brings it back to networking, which brings it back to that face-to-face interpersonal relationship and so as strong as we are and growing and utilizing those different channels in marketing to help the small businesses grow uh, being part of a chamber is, is so important because again we have to bring it back to that one-on-one you know we're so inundated with emails and you know posts and you know website inquiries that you know we, we forget about our roots and so bringing it back to the roots where you can start building that relationship one on one and then leading into the different avenues of marketing that's that's who we are you know another great benefit of the chamber what i tell the members is you know what it's almost like you know your list of vendors you know it's not all about you Right? It's not all about what can I get out of it, how can I make a lead, but also utilizing the different vendors and their services. You know, we do have a lot of different printer vendors, for example, um, that offer special pricing for chamber members. So again, you know, the small businesses are offering member deals to our members. Mm-hmm. You know, again, to going back to connecting and going back and giving back, and you know, building those relationships. We host four signature events a year um, that are tied into fundraising. We have a number of nonprofits um, that are part of the chamber that we support Um, In so many ways, whether it's monetary um, or even assisting them to, you know, grow and getting the word out and educating their local community about who they are. So, you know, it's important to always give back. But like I said, there's so many, so many benefits as being part of the chamber.
1: Do you have an opinion or can you give me input on the possible threat of the, you know, Cyber Monday shopping, the digital retailer? How much of a threat is that to our brick and mortar local businesses?
2: I see it more for retail. You know, anyone that's in the retail business, of course, it, you know, for them, it's a plus. But I've also have seen and I would love to go into this direction because Mm -hmm. of our target audiences to bring on possibly like, you know, Cyber Monday or even Giving Tuesday in the sense where, you know, this is our society, And these are the trends that we get forced to believe that's our reality. So it seems like it is working. I was just speaking to someone last week where she was like, no, on Monday, Cyber Monday, I left at 4 o'clock because I needed to get my shopping done. So now it becomes a sense of reality. And one thing that differs with the chamber is that we're all about giving back to the member needs. So if they're taking that, that avenue of... Cyber Monday you know as part of their trend we also kind of want to get into that utilizing the chamber in member deals as well we we truly believe in surveying right surveying our members when we're putting together different types of networking events we try to stay away from coming from well geez what do I think is going to get the members to respond. What kind of event can I put together that's going to get the members to respond? So we we definitely take the time in um, wanting to know, well, what is it that the members want? So we can get them to respond and get them to, you know, eventually refer, you know, more members or, you know, increase attendance at these events. I remember uh, being in college and going through uh, popular magazine and it was like an ad for Tiffany and it was like the blue box and just a word and it you know I remember being in college and one of my professors at Montclair saying that is the most horrible (laughs) ad out there because the marketing crew for Tiffany put it together based on what they thought was going to get a response it's not what your target audience response would be, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to have that emotional connection to get people to respond. So that's one of the directions. And one of the things that we do great at the Chamber is going towards the needs of our target audience. What is it that they want in order for us to be, you know, successful? So leaning towards um, some sort of marketing campaign involving Cyber Monday or maybe even Giving Back Tuesday and tie and get back to our nonprofits and helping them educate the community. That is a direction that we're looking to lead in the future.
1: You mentioned events. You know, the North Jersey Chamber has a reputation of great events and a lot of events. Uh, I know you've had some recent events. Tell me a little bit about that landscape, both big and small. Tell me about the events that go on.
2: So, what's great about the chamber is that yeah, we do have a lot of events and we. Again, give such a wide range of events for all of our small businesses. You know, we do morning events, a morning mixer, for example, where we'll get maybe 20 to 40 people in attendance, and those that are comfortable with that one-on-one roundtable. Um, and we'll do events like a leads and lunch, where we get anywhere from 75 to 100 in attendance. Um, so as far as our events go, no one can ever say oh, I just can't come to your events. Well, that's impossible because we're doing morning events, lunch events, evening events, hosting open houses. Um, We're also, you know, assisting new businesses with ribbon cutting events. So when it comes to the different type of events, we are really giving the members a wide range. So there's no excuse for anyone to say, oh, I, I, you know, I'm not going to renew my memberships. I can't get to your events. You know, well, at the end of the day, we're all responsible for our own (laughs) actions and so, you know, giving that wide range, going back to member benefits, that's, you know, that's where we're gearing towards.
1: Tell me about, you mentioned four signature events, I think. Tell me about those tentpole events.
2: Sure. So we have four signature events throughout the year that supports, you know, our nonprofits that are involved. So I'll give you an example. This past early October, we had our comedy night where we supported four businesses in Passaic County Um, where we gave a thousand dollar monetary donation. Um, And again, that is just giving back. And, you know, we tie into that social. We can't always have an event where you're giving a business card or you're shoving a business card in someone's face. Again, going back to the connecting part of membership is we want to assure that our members are connecting with each other. You know, what is the reality? What are the things that we have in common? You know, we also do a great golf outing um, in the summer for our golfers. And again, turning it back into giving back and, you know, giving back to the community. Um, a couple of weeks ago we just had our Star Spectacular event. Uh, very excited. We had it at the Cosmopolitan in Wayne, new mm-hmm. member. Very excited to support the chamber. Uh, we had about 170 in attendance. Great event. It was almost like a mini wedding, Brian. It was it was <laughs> great. But again, we tied it into networking. So, you know, we gave the members an opportunity to mingle, mm-hmm. to network enjoy a great meal, you know, have a couple of drinks. And then we ended the night with a um, dance performance from Fred Astaire Dance Studios in Rockland County. And so it was like a Dancing with the Stars performance. So for us, that was, hey, you know what, let's get together for the holidays. Let's enjoy togetherness. Let's enjoy everyone's success. And, you know, for 2017, you know, without that immediate, here's my business card.
1: Right. Following up on that, something I've talked to a good friend of mine, a longtime friend and business colleague, he always tells me, and this has come up in, in our podcasts before here of, you know, business is done person to person, and you've touched on that today. With chambers, I've heard before that even though business is done person to person, sometimes when you have a colleague or a contact in the chamber, you may end up getting a referral that you, you're actually doing business with more people than that just that one person you know do you see it that way too you know do you see it as Absolutely. a lo- much larger network
2: I see it and have witnessed that for members they'll say oh you know it's not worth it for me to go to that grand opening you know in Totua you know what am I going to get out of um, you know uh, a spa right but I always say to the members you have to be optimistic you never know who you're going to meet that may know someone. And so that's, you know, one of one of the things that we want to clear up for the chamber members and really educating them and letting them know, hey, you know, you may not be able to come to every event or you may think it's a waste, but really true networking it's about branding yourself. And that's I think that's the part that we miss as networkers mm. um where every opportunity is branding. It's branding yourself as a business professional, and of course the business that you're representing, because again, you never know who you're going to
0: meet.
1: Thanks, Michelle. Michelle will be back with us in our next episode for part two of this conversation. Hope you can join us.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting. Bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. This has been a production of East Main Media, hosted by Brian Brodeur. Special thanks to Associate Producer Morgan Taylor, Audio Engineer J.P. Kong, Senior Producer Kayla Galka, If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a good rating. For more information, visit eastmainmedia.com. And thank you for listening.